Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with your host, psychologist Parthenia Izzard. Parthenia is a psychologist and certified natural health care practitioner who will show you alternative paths towards health with a holistic approach. Call in with your questions or comments at 888-235-7374. And now here's the host of Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom, psychologist Parthenia Izzard. Good evening to those of you listening to our live broadcast tonight, February 24, 2010. And hello to those of you listening to an Internet archive within a few minutes of the show close or rebroadcast some other time. Great you remembered our winter, winter time, Wednesday evenings, evenings at 6 p.m. here on Achieve Radio. And there is a link on my website. Uh, you are listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, psychologist Parthenia Izzard, at Achieve Radio on the Internet. Now, to call into the program, call 888-235-7374. That is 888-235-7374. Or send an instant messages during the show through the link on the Achieve Radio homepage. They call them in quick messages. Now, please, if you have any problems with the Internet links, give me a call some other time at 866-472-6094. That is 866-472-6094. Now on this program, we discuss alternative medicine therapies, related products and issues, and we do it with the experts. Only try the therapy shared here after consulting with your physician. Now, last Wednesday, my guest was Ariel Arantara, OD, doctor of optometry, and pH balance coach. He talked about how systematic acidosis damages health and lives and what you can do to turn that damage around. Now, if you missed that show, you can go to my website at www.amtherapies.com, click on the radio link to hear the show for appointments with me and for general information call 866-472-6094 that is 866-472-6094 now remember intuitive Monique Chapman visits every second Wednesday of um, 2010 with Monique's Moments. Call in. She will share her intuition about you, the economy, and other concerns. Now, remember, you can purchase the book I co-authored, 101 Great Ways to Improve.
now it's time for our wellness news. <laughs> Seems that we had a little bit of a technical difficulty there. Um, I'll repeat what I was saying. Uh, today I'm speaking with John M. Kennedy, as I said, MD, co-author of The 15-Minute Heart Cure, The Natural Way to Release Stress and Heal Your Heart in Just 15 Minutes a Day. Now, at the end of the program, we will discuss the herb oat straw and the asana upavista konasana. Now it's time for our wellness news. Okay, yes, this is from Science Daily, March 12, 2009. In a national survey conducted by the University of Minnesota, primary care physicians report that they are more likely to ask patients with autism about complementary alternative medicine, or CAM, use. These physicians also desire more CAM education for this population. The study of 539 U.S. physicians published recently in the Journal of Autism and Developmental Disorders, explores the attitudes and practices of primary care physicians during uh, caring for children with autism using CAM treatments. According to the Centers for Disease Control, about one in 150 children in the U.S. is affected by autism, and one half of three quarters of these children are being treated with complementary alternative therapies. The National Center for Complementary Alternative medicine within the National Institutes of Health describes CAM as, quote, a group of diverse medical and healthcare systems, practices, and products that are not generally considered part of conventional medicine, end quote. Physicians in the survey were more likely to ask patients with autism about CAM use compared with children with other chronic conditions. Quote, in light of the high prevalence of CAM used to treat children with autism, it is important that physicians ask about CAM use in the context of routine primary care, end quote, said Dr. Allison Golnick, the study's author. While past surveys indicate that physicians desire more CAM education, this survey indicates they desire CAM education specifically for children with autism. Quote, physicians need access to balanced education that will inform their own recommendations for specific CAM therapies and adequate information to care for families who elect their use, end quote, Golnick said. The study explores physician recommendations when caring for children with with autism using CAM. The subset of physicians responding to the survey reported integrating some CAM modalities that may be supported by emerging evidence but need further research. Physicians also reported actively discouraging some forms of CAM that have been refuted by evidence or carry significant risks. For children with autism, the combination of standard medical therapies, CAM, and the complex healthcare system requires a significant level of engagement by the primary care physician, quote, with the high prevalence of CAM use by children with autism, asking all patients about CAM, establishing an infrastructure to monitor CAM use, and developing CAM education are important goals. Golnick said, it's important that families be involved in this process, end quote. Okay, now, as I said uh, earlier, my guest today is going to be John M. Kennedy, MD. When we come back from break, I will continue and 
have our interview. Uh, you are listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, psychologist Parthenia Izard. This portion of the program is sponsored by Alternative Medicine Therapies in Pennsylvania. Visit my website, www.amtherapies.com, and call our number for remote appointments or face-to-face ones. That's 866-472-6094. That is 866-472-6094. You can hear us. You are hearing us live on the Internet. And we'll be back with John M. Kennedy, M.D., co-author of The 15-Minute Heart Cure, The Natural Way to Release Stress and Heal Your Heart in Just 15 Minutes a Day. AchieveRadio.com Why should you passively exist with backaches, allergies, PMS, colds, flu, and other ailments? It's time to take charge of your life with preventive measures. Contact Alternative Medicine Therapies for an initial consultation. Alternative Medicine Therapies offers a holistic approach to preventive care, unlike conventional medicine that tries to correct the illness that exists instead of preventing it altogether. Don't let anyone tell you that your situation is hopeless. Alternative Medicine Therapies like iridology, kinesiology, reflexology, energy medicine, which includes chi life therapy, acupressure, and psychological consultations has an amazing track record of positive results. Why suffer when Alternative Medicine Therapies with Parthenia Izard is here to help? Contact Alternative Medicine Therapies today for an initial consultation and visit their website at www.amtherapies.com. Or call 610-658-0135. Alternative Medicine Therapies. Yes, you are listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, psychologist Parthenia Izzard. Now, remember on my site, www.amtherapies.com, you can preview and purchase the book I co-authored called 101 Great Ways to Improve Your Health. My chapter is naturopathy. Uh, We are talking, as soon as I do the bio, we'll be talking with John M. Kennedy, MD, co-author of The 15-Minute Heart Cure. The Natural Way to Release Stress and Heal Your Heart in Just 15 Minutes a Day. Uh, John M. Kennedy, MD, is the Medical Director of Preventive Cardiology and Wellness at Marina Del Rey Hospital in California. He is on the Board of Directors for the American Heart Association and speaks regularly on their behalf. Kennedy has appeared on the Discovery Channel, KNBC, and other national television and radio um, programs to promote health care. He regularly lectures on managing stress and has instituted the BREATHE program at Sinolia, sorry, no, Sinaloa Middle School in Novato, California. Boy, am I getting a test today. (laughs) Kennedy writes often on all issues related to stress and heart disease and has recently created BREATHE for Company Wellness, a corporate wellness program which features a private social media component. Good evening, Dr. Kennedy. How are you? Good evening, Parthenia. I'm great. How are you? Wonderful. I'm glad to have you on. Um, uh, What is the weather like out there where you are? You know, it's a little bit overcast today, but uh, this morning it was sunny. It was beautiful. Okay. Well, I had to ask. Looks like we're, we're expecting a little rain. 
Ah, okay. Well, we're expecting quite a storm that is supposed to have snow, uh, tornado, po- tornado possibilities, and all that kind of thing. So I just thought I'd inquire. <laughs> yeah. it's, um, it's, it's overcast but warm. So very sorry good. to rub okay. it in. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Um, why don't you give us a little background information before we get into the um, book itself? Where are you from, for example? Yeah, I grew up in Northern California. I grew up in Sonoma, which is wine country, beautiful place to grow up. It looks sort of like uh, Northern Italy in Tuscany. It's beautiful. Oh, wonderful. And what yeah. sparked your interest in medicine? Uh, I was a young lad in uh, my high school science class, and my best friend's father came to our class and lectured about the heart, and I fell in love with the heart. And one day I woke up and I was a heart doctor. Oh, just like that. When did you look? <laughs> well, okay. Well, what about your interest in alternative medicine? How did that uh, get incorporated in your uh, cardiology? Yeah, uh, lots of different uh, experiences in my life. But um, the first was probably my parents. Um, my mother and father um, were very involved and interested in um, holistic uh, alternative medicine, and so I had that influence throughout my life. And I, in medical school, uh, was very interested in um, how emotional stress affected our health, and in particular how it affected our heart. And then I became friends with and colleagues with um, a, a really impressive person uh, in uh, the field of alternative medicine, and that is um, Marty Rossman, uh, Martin Rossman, MD, who's written a couple great books. One's called Guided Imagery for uh, Self-Healing, and the other's called uh, um, Healing Cancer from Within. It's a really incredible book. And then I became friends with um, my just an amazing mentor, an impressive person uh, who is just uh, he's, a, he's as beautiful as he, a writer as he is a person, and that's Dean Ornish. And so all these influences sort of um, have uh, I've had throughout my life, and it's why I think it's very important to include alternative medicine in uh, the holistic approach, approach to medicine, in particular cardiology. Yeah, very good. Um, how did you come up with your technique particularly? Yeah, so I have, I mean, well, first of all, there's a, there's a huge body of medical literature now uh, showing how emotional stress directly impacts cardiovascular disease. And I, as a cardiologist, I mean, I'm, I'm an invasive cardiologist, so I practice uh, Western medicine. I, I put pacemakers in, I do surgery, um, I put uh, stents in people's hearts when they're in the throes of a uh, heart attack, uh, but I also believe strongly in um, uh, having a balance of alternative medicine. And I've seen literally thousands of examples of people who have had stressful life events uh, precipitate cardiac events. And there's an equal, uh, you know, examples would include, you know, I've seen attorneys on the day of their court trial have massive heart attacks. I've seen teachers on back-to-school night dealing with, you know, disgruntled parents have rapid palpitations. And I've seen, you know, plumbers dealing with angry clients who develop uh, pulmonary edema, which is fluid in their lungs from a failing heart. And so all of these examples of uh, stress and how it relates to their heart inspired me to create this relaxation technique which protects your heart, and it's called the BREATHE technique. And BREATHE is an acronym 
for a seven-step relaxation technique, and it combines two proven forms of relaxation therapy, guided imagery and breath work. And B, if you'd like me to go through it again, it's um, uh, B is for begin. You want to start in the same place every day. You want to develop a routine, just like every, you know, great exercise. There's a there's a formal beginning, and then R is for relax. And we know that relaxation is more than just you know kicking back on your couch and sitting in your most comfortable beanbag chair. It's, it actually requires focused, conscious breathing, which I'm sure that you talk about on your um, your awesome show. Um, yeah. And when you relax, you, you want to take seven deep breaths, just like the number of letters in the word breathe, in through your nose and out through your mouth. And you want to extend your exhalation because that's what elicits the relaxation response, which is the opposite of the stress response. And then E in breathe is for envision. And there are a number of exercises in the 15-minute heart cure that use healing metaphors that relate different heart parts to different beautiful images. And as you practice, you recall these images and you can call on them when you're faced with one of life's unexpected challenges. A is for apply, and it applies exactly that. You want to apply this technique when you feel stressed, when you feel a knot in your stomach, when you have to give a public presentation or you get stuck in traffic. You want to apply these techniques, call on these images so that you can diffuse the stress response in our body. Uh, T is for treat. Uh, when we do this, when we lack, relax, when we learn to effectively elicit the relaxation response, which is the opposite of the stress response, it's a treatment. It, it, it's a, it should be looked forward to. It'll make you feel good. It'll make you feel like you feel when you've exercised. This sort of feeling of runner's high can be elicited by doing the breathe technique. So you want to look at it as something as, that's, a, that's a treatment and a pleasurable experience rather than a duty or a chore. And then he, H in, is, in breathe is healing. This is a healing exercise. This, this stimulates the exact opposite of the stress response. It lowers your blood pressure. It lowers your heart rate. It decreases inflammation. And E is end. Uh, and as you end your exercise, just like every formal exercise, you want to have a formal beginning and ending, and you want to recall and summarize all the heart healing metaphors that you concentrated on in this breathe exercise, and you want to start your day rejuvenated and relaxed and ready to execute all the great things ahead of you. Well, now, I think it's important that we make, well, we make clear who the breathe technique is for. Is it just for the cardiac patient, or is it something that everyone can take advantage of? Well, everyone can take advantage of it, and there are, and I'm, I'm a cardiologist, and so I, I, I started looking at all the literature and I said, wow, you know, there's a growing body of evidence showing how not only is stress bad for your heart, but relaxation is good. And what's interesting about the relaxation uh, data is that it's, it's, it's impressive. I mean, there's transcendental meditation that lowers blood pressure. There's a huge meta-analysis looking at 27 studies showing how uh, people who learned relaxation therapies decreased uh, their, their incidence of palpitations, decreased angina, decreased congestive heart failure. But the, but the simple self-directed tools to relax were few and far between. And so I started out teaching my patients the breathe technique. But in my book, The 15-Minute Heart Cure, I show how it's applicable to everyone. And, and one of the chapters that I think is really uh, important to everyone and shows how it's applicable to everyone is um, the chapter uh, called... Breathe for Everyone. Chapter 7. Breathe for Everyone. And exactly, chapter seven. And then there's another chapter that I that I like for everyone is um, it's called "Is Heart Disease Contagious?" Yeah. Um, yeah. Because as a cardiologist, 
I talk a lot to my patients, but then I see how the stress of the illness of a loved one, you know, sort of sweeps through the family like a wave. And so even though they may be otherwise healthy, it really, you know, takes a toll on, on your health and in particular your heart. And so there are, there are exercises throughout the book that are, that are for everyone. Well, now, I also want to let people know that the book is not well, it flows like a, a, a nice, you know, a great novel. It's not a very technical book that is hard to get through. So they can definitely look forward to a, a, an enjoyable read. Um, could we just sort of uh, touch on the different chapters in certain ways so that we can let the listeners uh, have a good idea of what they can expect? First, I want to just read what the chapter headings are and because you have 11 different chapters, and that will give them one general overview, and then we can touch on as many of the chapters as we can. Um, chapter one, the heart cold facts. <laughs> yes, mm -hmm. he does have a sense of humor. Uh, two, <laughs> breathe, B-R-E-A-T-H-E. -E. Uh, chapter three, treating and preventing congestive heart failure. Treating and pre uh, Chapter four, treating and preventing heart attacks. Five, treating and preventing arrhythmias. Six, treating and preventing valve disease. Seven, B-R-E-A-T-H-E for everyone. Eight, fast help, stressed out and overloaded. Chapter nine, is heart disease contagious? Chapter 10, stress and cardiac zebras. And chapter 11, heartwarming stories. I love the, I love the way you've uh, entitled this. Oh, and I think I should mention your co-author, uh, Jason yes. Jennings. Uh, yes. yes. Very good. Is there anything you would like to say uh, on his behalf? Yeah, Jason is a good friend of mine, and he's someone who really helped me uh, shepherd the book. He is a, a, a really important uh, person in this whole process because when I started, um, I had this idea in this book and the breathe technique that I was already using and doing research on, and I went to him. He, he's a friend, and I, I knew he was an author and a famous author, but I didn't even know what he wrote. But when I learned that he lectured to corporate America, I thought, wow, what a, what a great wow. person to have – uh, for a voice to people that are very stressed today. And so he's been great in uh, helping out. He's a very, uh, very prolific and uh, successful business author and leadership author. Okay, good. So now, ladies and gentlemen, the 15-minute heart cure. Uh, we're going to give you some inside uh, information right from the horse's mouth, so to speak. Um, <laughs> why don't we start with Chapter 1, the heart cold facts. What is your objective yeah. in that yeah, the heart cold facts, um, I write that because I want everyone to know that heart disease is the number one killer in America, despite our advances in technology. But I also want you to know that um, a lot of the deaths from cardiovascular disease can be prevented, and a lot of them can be prevented in terms of uh, our diet, exercise, and in particular, stress management. And I point out that stress, emotional stress now is an independent predictor of cardiovascular disease, and it, it has to be addressed. And when, when we get stressed, I tell you in this chapter that there's two effects that stress has on, has on our heart. One, there's a direct toxic effect where when we uh, stimulate the fight-or-flight response, we, send, we uh, release stress hormones, adrenaline and cortisol, that directly attack our delicate cardiovascular tissue. But also, 
stress has an indirect effect on our cardiovascular health, and that is when we go through life at breakneck speed with all of our Blackberries and emails and text messages, we ignore the and when we ignore the signs of stress, we tend to exercise less. We tend to eat comfort foods. We tend to um, mask the signs of stress with alcohol and smoking all of which create the perfect storm for cardiovascular disease. So that's what I try to point out in that chapter. Excellent. Okay, B-R-E-A-T-H-E, chapter two. (laughs) Well, you thought I was just practicing. (laughs) No, no, no. it's it's great. No, I love love it. Um, Breathe, B-R-E-A-T-H-E, is the acronym, is the actual tool that I describe in the book. And, I again, I combine... Guided imagery, which is a proven form of relaxation therapy, and breath work, uh, which is very similar to pranayama breathing, um, and it elicits the opposite of the stress response. And I show where this whole concept comes from. I, I, I review the literature on uh, relaxation therapy and how it protects your heart. Um, and I also talk a lot about, like, ancient um, history. I talk about um, uh, mana, and I talk about pranayama, and I talk about um, rua. Um, and I talk about how that relates to breathing. And I also talk about in this chapter how we, we there's sort of this paradox. I, I, I'm a parent, and I have uh, two beautiful little girls, and I remember how stressed out I was about my baby's first breath. And we really ruminate and perseverate a lot about that when you're a new parent. You think, oh, my God, my, my baby has to take their first breath, and I'm, you're so worried about it. And then they take their first breath, which marks the beginning of this, of this what I call the conversation between your heart and your brain. And many of us go through life never acknowledging our breath again. And I think it's interesting that, that breathing is what connects our heart and our brain. If we learn how to do it consciously, we can actually elicit the relaxation response and connect our heart and brain and learn to relax and protect our heart against stress. That's what I cover in that chapter. Why 15 minutes? I meant to ask you that before. <laughs> yeah. You know, 15 minutes, I think, is the right amount of time a right amount of time to really develop the neural network between your heart and your brain. Um, I think it's just like toning your muscles in the gym. Um, I think two minutes is great. I think five minutes is better. I think 10 minutes is outstanding. And if you can do it for 15 minutes, you're, you're really going to learn how to hone the skill. And you're going to start seeing things like, wow, I handled that stressful situation incredibly well. I feel more relaxed. You'll start seeing lower blood pressure, lower heart rate, and you'll deal with life's unexpected challenges much more effectively. So 15 minutes, I've shown that that's really the amount of time. If you do it regularly, um, it's really the amount of time that you'll get the best results. Excellent. Okay, treating and preventing congestive heart failure. Yeah, and I can kind of lump these chapters. Um, And what I did, and and I tried to, uh, it's sort of a, um, a, I like that you're saying it's coming from the horse's mouth. And the way I constructed the book is these uh, four chapters, treating congestive heart failure, heart attacks, arrhythmias, and valve disease, is the heart of the book. And the heart of the book, what I'm doing in, is describing the four heart parts. There's only four parts to your heart. It's real simple. It seems complex and glamorous and sometimes kind of, uh, you know, complex, but it's really not. Your heart is simple and it has only four parts. The heart muscle when it doesn't work correctly, causes congestive heart failure, which is where the heart loses its ability to pump blood forward to the brain and the rest of the body. 
the next chapter um, is heart attacks. And when we have a heart attack, the, the, the part of the heart that becomes troubled is the coronary arteries, which are these tubes that bring the blood to the heart muscle. And when they get blocked or obstructed, they prevent flow to the muscle and cause a heart attack. And then the third part of your heart is the electrical system. And when the electrical system or the electrical wiring of our heart gets um, uh, disrupted. It causes abnormal heart rhythms or arrhythmias. And then the valve, the valves of our heart are these doorways that connect the four chambers of the heart. Sort of, our heart is sort of like a four-roomed house, two upper rooms and two lower rooms. And what connects them are these saloon-like doors. And when those valves get troubled, they, ca- they cause problems with uh, shortness of breath and uh, chest pain and so forth. And so, What I show you in the book is that stress can precipitate a problem in any one of those heart parts. And even though those are big words, congestive heart failure, heart attack, arrhythmias, and valve disease, that they're really describing the four heart parts, and they represent the heart of the book. And one other thing I'll mention which I think, uh, and I appreciate your, your compliment about how the book reads, um, is I made the book, in, and it, it's, it's in storytelling format. It's about stories of people who have stressful life events and then have a, and how the stressful life event precipitates a problem with one of those hard parts. Very good. Uh, hello? Yes. Hello? Oh, I thought I lost hello? you, my goodness. Yes, Hello? Hello? Uh, hello? Hello. 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 Um, I can hear you. I, I can hear you. Oh, okay. <laughs> See, I lost. They lost me once tonight, so I thought I was lost again. Oh my goodness! People we, bear we found with each other. How stressful. Yeah. Live radio. <laughs> what can you do? Um, okay. We're gonna go to break in about. I guess 50 seconds, but I wanted to go ahead and we can introduce the B-R-E-A-T-H-E for everyone and then uh, finish it up when we get back from break. Outstanding. So that chapter is going to, that's okay, never mind. (laughs) No, that's all right. Relax. Uh, Folks, you're listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, psychologist Parthenia Izzard. Uh, here on Achieve Radio, and you can follow me on Twitter. Uh, now, when you go to my site in the future, www.amtherapies.com, you're going to find some new information, herb, asana, and meditative practice practice tips on that uh, homepage, and they'll co- correspond with the herb, asana, and meditative tip from the show that week. Um, that'll be a new feature for you to look forward to. And uh, we'll be back with John M. Kennedy, MD, co-author of The 15-Minute Heart Cure, natural way to release stress and heal your heart in 15 minutes. Powerhits.com. Why should you passively exist with backaches, allergies, PMS, colds, flu, and other ailments? It's time to take charge of your life with preventive measures. Contact Alternative Medicine Therapies for an initial consultation. Alternative Medicine Therapies offers a holistic approach to preventive care, unlike conventional medicine that tries to correct the illness that exists instead of preventing it altogether. Don't let anyone tell you that your situation is hopeless. Alternative Medicine Therapies like iridology, kinesiology, reflexology, energy medicine, which includes chi light therapy, acupressure, and psychological consultations has an amazing track record of positive results. Why suffer when Alternative Medicine Therapies with Parthenia Izzard is here to help? Contact Alternative Medicine Therapies today for an initial consultation and visit their website at www.amtherapies.com. 
or call 610-658-0135. Alternative Medicine Therapies. You are listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, psychologist Parthenia Izzard. Check the website to see who we will have uh, as our guest next week, uh, March 3, 2010. At the end of that program, we will discuss the herb olive leaf and the asana parva upavista konasana. We are back with John M. Kennedy, M.D., co-author of The 15-Minute Heart Cure, The Natural Way to Release Stress and Heal Your Heart in Just 15 Minutes a Day. Call 888-235-7374. That is 888-235-7374 to ask a question of my guest. Okay. Um, we were getting ready to introduce... Um, that chapter, well, you, uh, you have given us um, the actual steps, um, but explain how it not only benefits the average uh, cardiac patient, but it can benefit everyday people. Yeah. Um, you know, we all have stress in our lives, and um, we may, you know, what's stressful to me may not be stressful to you, Parthenia, but we all have stress in our lives, and regardless of the stress, and again, this this is a human uh, universal language, I call it, you know, the, the conversation that goes on between the heart and the brain. Uh, there's the millions of signals that go from our heart to our brain every day and millions that go from our brain to our heart, and what I teach in this chapter is I say, look, um, a lot of us go through life saying, hey, we're not stressed. And we are. And uh, one of the examples, um, or many of the examples I give, um, include workplace stress because, you know, most of us have to work and, and, and there's stress at work, whether it's dealing with somebody that we don't necessarily get along with or it's because we have too much to do and too little time, we get stressed. And what we need to learn and what I try to, um, the common theme throughout the book is uh, is this conversation that goes on between our heart and our brain. And what I teach is that when we get stressed, we have a feeling that we get. It's either a knot in our stomach or a dry mouth or sweaty palms, and that is the cue that this conversation is going on, and it's also an invitation for us to participate in that conversation to stop stress in its tracks. And I teach you in this, in this chapter that all of us have this ability to turn that switch from being stressed in this hormonal storm of stress to one of relaxation that can potentially diffuse and attenuate stress and protect our heart. And I give examples of, you know, the white coat syndrome and how people are often in denial about, you know, what stress really does to our bodies. And I talk about, you know, workplace stress, and I talk about how important it is to leave work at home and to enjoy your life outside of work. And I also um, talk about how important it is to take a vacation, and a real vacation, you know, where you turn your BlackBerry off, where you just put work aside and, and you actually practice relaxation therapy, conscious controlled relaxation, because that's good for your heart. Well, now, what are some differences between men and women, uh, young people and older people, mm -hmm. when it comes to how to deal, how they deal with stress or how they should deal with stress? Well, I'll 
take your um, uh, first question. That's a great question. You know, is there gender differences with stress? And then the second question is, you know, what, how do kids uh, or does it affect, uh, you know, uh, different ages uh, differently? And, um, well, actually, I'll start with the kids first because that just seems chronologically better. Um, kids in this country, we know that 90% of kids that are 12 years old in America have the beginnings of atherosclerosis, which is the disease that causes heart disease. So very early on, this disease starts, and it has a very long asymptomatic lag time. And like I said earlier, stress is an independent predictor of heart disease. And although I don't talk about in this book, there are you mentioned it at the very beginning when you introduced me, there's a school up in Northern California that uses the breathe technique in their school curriculum. And these kids are learning how to use the breathe technique, and it's, they're showing that these kids are in the principal's office less. They're concentrating better. They're focusing better. They're doing better in sports. They're doing better on their academic uh, um, uh, careers. They're uh, staying, you know, out of the principal's office. They're 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 executing and focusing and concentrating better using the breathe technique. And what what I like about it is they're, they're using it to to um, help them with specific tasks and dealing with. Stress. And what's neat for me is I know that if they learn these ways to cope with stress, effective ways to cope with stress early, like the breathe technique, it will pay dividends on their cardiovascular health in the future because stress, we know, is an independent predictor of cardiovascular disease. So that's the kids part of it. It affects all of us. And we we all have stress, and most of us, like I said, 90% of us have the beginnings of atherosclerosis that we can prove in 12-year-old kids. So teach kids early because it will help you, just like, you know, controlling stress, I believe, is as important as treating blood pressure, cholesterol, and diabetes. So that's what I feel about yeah, and, and it also seems so important with young people because they feel more helpless, I would imagine, than adults having because they have less control over pretty much all aspects of their life. Exactly, and I, I just met with a focus group up there. There were 20 kids, and we went around the room. We said, you know, what's the breathe technique to you, and how are you using it? And there were kids, you know, that used it, you know, for their their um, their uh, arts performance. There, you know, one uh, um, uh, boy was telling me how he used it before. He had a recital, piano <laughs> recital. Another kid used it for, you know, his fear of flights. He, his family travels a lot, and he, he is he's really scared of flying, and he uses the breathe technique before he flies. Another mm-hmm. kid talked about it helped him with his anger. I mean, it's a really helpful tool that you can call on when you're stressed in life, whether it's performing or it's, you know, dealing with test anxiety or dealing with peer pressure. Or, or parental pressure, so it's great for kids, and I think it's going to pay dividends again on their on their cardiovascular health in the future. Mm-hmm. Very good. And then the, your, your your other question was about gender differences, and and in the cardiology literature, it's interesting. Um, women. Um, tend to develop um, depression and anxiety more than men, although, it's, it's again, it's seen in both sexes, but more uh, in women than men. And we know that depression and anxiety are, again, risk factors for cardiovascular disease. And when we get depressed, what happens internally is our, 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 our inflammatory markers go up. Our, our body develops a state of inflammation, and inflammation, we think, is what the link is between depression and cardiovascular disease. Um, so women tend to get depressed more, and that, that's 
what we think the link is. And anxiety, again, more common in women. There's also data on panic attacks, and uh, women in particular that have panic attacks uh, have a higher cardiovascular mortality. So the breathe techniques helps in those two situations. Men, at least most of it in men, looks at emotional stress in terms of hostility and anger. And men uh, that have, for example, road rage or um, have problems with their hot tempers have a much higher cardiovascular mortality. But both, depre both depression, anxiety, hostility, and anger are an emotional stress response or often responses to emotional stress. And, uh, again, it, it, that's kind of the, the, the most um, compelling uh, gender differences in terms of how it affects or cardiovascular health. Now, how do you find the older generation handling uh, stress and their health? You know what? I, I have I, I take care. I would say you know seventy percent of my practice is there are patients over sixty five, and they have um, really enjoyed. Uh, you know, learning this information. Um, it, it's it, and again, it, what's neat about it is you can, you know, teach. Uh, I won't say an old dog, but not a young dog. Uh, we already tricks. taught it. And, <laughs> and um, you know, we, we all have this. We all have this switch in our brain that allows us to deal effectively with stress, and it also attenuates. It, it diffuses our stress response, which protects our heart. And, you know, I use this example all the time, but, you know, uh, the pilot that landed successfully on the Hudson River, I, I just, I, you know, imagine what that must have been like, uh, hovering above a, a, a sea of skyscrapers in a bustling city beneath you, and you have to figure out a way to land this plane with the least amount of casualties. I mean, that was his, his you know, focus. And when you talk to him about it, he talks about how, you know, hey, were you praying? What were you doing? He said, I didn't have time to pray. He's focusing and concentrating. He's using this part of your brain that is developed when you use the breathe technique. And he's able to literally find calm in this unbelievably stressful storm and he's able to execute something with precision that's never been done before. It's amazing. And we do that as cardiologists. We are called in in the middle of the night uh, for people that are in the throes of a heart attack, and we have 90 minutes to open the artery uh, to, that's causing a heart attack. And consistently, we're able to concentrate and focus and open this artery and, you know, create literally order out of chaos. And so we're using that same part of our brain. And everybody, everybody has the ability to develop that skill. Well, now let's go on to fast health, stressed out and overloaded. We've talked about it, uh, uh, you know, but I want to let them know yeah. what to expect in the book. Yeah. So stressed out and overloaded is, is kind of what I, what I just alluded to. But, but um, you know, some of the best examples of people that deal with stress effectively um, day in and day out are are professional athletes, you know, um, you know the Nadals of tennis, or the um, you know the Williams sisters, or uh, the Michael Phelps, or the Natalie Coglins of, of Olympic swimming. They're they're all using this skill consistently when they're under tremendous pressure um, to execute with precision. And they this doesn't come from just oh they 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 practice breathing, you know, one time and then they, they succeed. They do this all the time and they do it, they practice it um, consistently and they, they, they visualize and they breathe. Um, if you watch the, the uh, Winter Olympics now, some of the great examples that are using this uh, consistently are the, the biathletes that, yes. you know, um, you know cross-country ski to a target and then they shoot this gun with <laughs> incredible precision Amazing. and they're using the same skill. They're, 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 they're visualizing.
visualizing and they're breathing and they're controlling their body's stress response. And what I teach in um, uh, Just Out and Overloaded is how you can call on this skill when you've practiced it consistently to help you deal with a stressful situation. Okay, hold that thought. You are listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, psychologist Parthenia Izzard. We'll be back with Dr. John M. Kennedy, co-author of The 15-Minute Heart Cure, The Natural Way to Release Stress and Heal Your Heart in Just 15 Minutes a Day. And please, follow me on Twitter. I'm Alternative Medi. Powerhits.com. Why should you passively exist with backaches, allergies, PMS, colds, flu, and other ailments? It's time to take charge of your life with preventive measures. Contact Alternative Medicine Therapies for an initial consultation. Alternative Medicine Therapies offers a holistic approach to preventive care, unlike conventional medicine that tries to correct the illness that exists instead of preventing it altogether. Don't let anyone tell you that your situation is hopeless. Alternative Medicine Therapies like iridology, kinesiology, reflexology, energy medicine, which includes chi light therapy, acupressure, and psychological consultations has an amazing track record of positive results. Why suffer when Alternative Medicine Therapies with Parthenia Izzard is here to help? Contact Alternative Medicine Therapies today for an initial consultation and visit their website at www.amtherapies.com. Or call 610-658-0135. Alternative Medicine Therapies. You are listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, psychologist Parthenia Izzard. Remember my book, 101 Great Ways to Improve Your Health. Purchase it on my site. We are back with Dr. John M. Kennedy, uh, co-author of The 15-Minute Heart Cure, The Natural Way to Release Stress and Heal Your Heart in Just 15 Minutes. Call 888-235-7374 with your questions. Okay, did we satisfactorily uh, highlight Chapter 8? I'm sorry, Chapter... Let's go on to Chapter 9, which you already touched on. Yeah. I'll mention a couple other things. Uh, Chapter 9 is called, um, Is Heart Disease Contagious? And as a cardiologist, I see daily, um, you know, patients who are... um, have their families at their bedside in the ICU, for example, uh, after bypass surgery or after having a heart attack, and I see how the the this love is so strong for for, for your loved ones when they're ill, and how the stress um, affects the family, the stress of worrying about the, the 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 health of your loved one, and I've seen actually how that stress can actually affect the health of the family members and they can they can actually develop problems i've had people pass out in the you know the the hospital rooms uh, i've had people develop rapid palpitations i've had even people um you know spouses ad- admitted to the hospital at the same time because they're so stressed and worried about the health of their loved one so there's this this really strong bond that um and the stress that's created by the worry uh, of your loved one that can can, af- can affect your heart, um, and so I tell, so I talk about it. You know, is heart disease contagious in that way? And there's data showing uh, interesting data called the caretaker effect, where spouses um, that are you know married for 30 years, uh, one of the the spouses dies, and the other um, uh, that is um, left 
um, uh, after their death, um, develops heart disease. In fact, their mortality goes up by 50% in the next six, uh, six months. And so this is a real thing that's created by stress, and these people can be otherwise healthy. Uh, so there's a, there's a profound stress response uh, uh, and how it, and it profoundly affects our cardiovascular health. There's also a lot of data now on uh, marital arguing patterns. Um, you know, um, uh, in, in marriages that are that are um, you know uh, difficult and there's often uh, arguing, um, women in particular who repress their feelings have a higher cardiovascular mortality. And so it's another example of how these close personal relationships can be uh, harmful to our heart. And so in this chapter, I talk about how important it is uh, to recognize that this this stress when that's developed when you're worried about a loved one or living with a loved one uh, and, and arguing, how that stress can, can directly affect your heart and how you need to learn effective ways to relax to protect your heart. Okay, we're getting close to the end of the um, hour, um, okay. but I do want us to touch on this stress and cardiac zebras, Occam's razor. Mm -hmm. I think it's rather clever. So can we give them a little bit of information about that chapter? Sure. Um, stress and cardiac zebras, it's basically, it's interesting, this chapter is kind of a mini book. Um, uh, you know, they're, they're, when we see uh, things in the emergency room, one of the things you learn right away in medical school is that common things are common. And um, when you hear horse hoofs, you, it's horses, not zebras. So, for example, when someone has chest pain, it's a very common diagnosis I see every day, we think of blocked coronary arteries and, and coronary artery disease. But every once in a while, a zebra comes through the emergency room door, something that has the same symptoms but is a much less likely and much more rare diagnosis. And that's what I talk about in this, in this chapter. But I talk about how the zebras and horses drink from the same trough, meaning that stress affects these conditions in the same way that affects common conditions. And relaxation therapies protect you in these rare conditions the same way that they protect the common conditions. So that's what I talk about in this chapter. Well, now, before we go uh, much further further along, I want to get your contact information and your website. Uh, so could you share your web address and any other sure. contact information? Yeah, absolutely. My, there are two websites that are filled with uh, really neat uh, preventative cardiology information. One is johnmkennedymd.com. It has a number of great articles that are helpful. Uh, and I would love to hear from you if you have questions. I'm at I'm John at JohnMKennedyMD.com, and then there's a great uh, website for the book itself called um, the 15 Minute Heart Cure. The and then the number one five minute heart cure, uh, and that has a, a number of uh, things you can read more about the book and so forth. And it looks there's testimonials uh, and so forth on that site. Okay, well you know. Why don't you share with us what I call your final words of wisdom? Uh, if you were to, you know, capsulize your message. Mm -hmm. Well, I would say that the, the premise of the book is that, you know, stress is bad for our heart, so it stands to reason that relaxation is good. And there's a growing body, body of literature showing how relaxation therapy directly protects our heart and the tools, however, are few and far between, and that's why I created the breathe technique. And the breathe technique is a simple seven-step process that can help you protect your heart. And it's an acronym, BREATHE, B-R-E-A-T-H-E, 
and it's what connects our heart and our brain, and, it, and it's basically the language and the tools that you need to participate in that conversation when we get stressed and stop stress in its tracks. Well, thank you so much for writing your book and uh, sharing this time with us, and um, best of luck with it. It's a wonderful book. Thank you very much. Thank you. Okay, folks, now it's time for our herb of the day. Today's herb is oat straw. Uh, according to Bach and Bach, who you know is my resource and reference for these, um, the part of the used the part of the plant used medicinally is the whole plant. Um, phytochemicals include beta-carotene, beta-cestosterol, caffeic acid, chlorophyll, limonene, vanillic acid. Some of the nutrients include calcium, folate, iron, magnesium, manganese, phosphorus, potassium, selenium, zinc, vitamins A, B1, B2, B3, B5, B6, and E. Uh, according to Balk and Balk, it acts as an antidepressant and restorative nerve tonic, increases perspiration, helps ease insomnia, and good for bedwetting, depression, stress, and skin disorders. For our asana, Upavista Konasana. You sit in Dandasana, spread both legs simultaneously wide apart, Keep the knees and toes facing up and the knees straight. Again, this is Iyengar. Press the fingertips into the floor beside the hips and draw the trunk up. Check that the legs are equidistant from the trunk. Extend the inner legs and the inner edges of the feet forward and draw the outer legs slightly back. Stretch the feet up. Lean forward and extend the arms toward the feet. Make a ring around the big toes with the thumbs, index, and middle fingers. Straighten the arms. Pull the hips and trunk forward and up. Make the back concave. Raise the head and look up. Stay for two to three breaths. Exhale, bend forward, the trunk toward the floor, pulling on the big toes, and at the same time resisting the pull. Move the waist and chest forward, then take the shoulders and upper chest down. Rest the head on the floor, stay for 20 to 30 seconds, breathing evenly. Inhale, come up, bring the legs together. Ah, that's a wonderful pose, posture. Okay. You have been listening to Wellness, Wholeness, and Wisdom with me, psychologist Parthenia Izzard at Achieve Radio on the Internet. Check the website to see who my guest will be next week, uh, March 3, 2010, uh, com. And uh, at the end of next week's program, we will discuss the herb olive leaf and the asana parsva upavisa konasana. Uh, you can use the link on my site to listen to the program live on your computer, iPod, cell phone, BlackBerry, Wednesdays at 6.03 p.m. Uh, second, sun, second Wednesdays with Monique Chapman, with Monique's moments at the end of the program, her next visit, March 10, 2010. And uh, the show rebroadcasts Saturday mornings at 8 a.m. Eastern Time. Uh, there's a link for advertising on the program, wellness, wholeness, and wisdom. Be well. Powerhits.com.
Why should you passively exist with backaches, allergies, PMS, colds, flu, and other... With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.